Hey guys, it's Evie and Loxley, and welcome to our podcast, Disbelief. Okay, so slight little trigger warning for this episode. For some people, it may be very sensitive. We are talking about human trafficking, so if that's something that makes you feel upset, uncomfortable, just feel free to turn off the episode. Yeah, just skip this episode. Yeah. So, yeah, like I just said, this episode is going to be on human trafficking. A little off topic of what our usual podcasts are, but I feel like it's a... I've seen it a lot recently in my social media recently of girls, um, mostly young girls, sharing stories about how they believe they've almost been, like, human trafficked. And I've seen it so much more in the past, like, two weeks. There's been so much. Every public bathroom I've used has flyers in yep. it for human trafficking now. Mm-hmm. Truck stops, I've mm-hmm. seen them. It's so scary. So what initially made me want to do the episode was my best friend, Harriet. I've mentioned her before. Yeah, in a couple podcasts. Yeah. She posted on like her Snapchat story that like she thought she almost got trafficked. So I immediately texted her. I was like, what happened? And she told me, I was like, can I put this in my podcast? And she was like, yeah. So this is what she said. She said her and her friend Emma were at a gas station and this they were like walking to the gas station and this lady walked up to them and she asked if they could drive her home and she offered to pay for gas and stuff. But Emma just casually said like, oh, we'll think about it so they could like remove themselves from the situation and like talk yeah, about it. Yeah, which is the smart thing. Yeah. Um and then when they go inside, they see that, like, a man walks up to the, um, woman. like, wa- walks up with the woman, starts talking to her. And then the man said to Emma, I just want to get my wife home. I can, like, it's okay if I stay. I can stand to stay. But I just want to get my wife home. And Harry and Emma were like, when was a man in the equation? Like, Yeah, he was in the original. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, she said the whole thing was really weird because they looked strange. They had their hoods up. And like I just said, the lady never mentioned a man in the first part of like when she initially approached them. It was just her asking for a ride home. Yeah. Now all of a sudden there's a husband. There's a a husband. And Harriet, she's our age. Well, she's my age. Evie's a year younger than me. And um. She was with her, um, I think her big from her sorority. So really young girls drop dead gorgeous. I mean, these girls are gorgeous, blonde, you know, petite, petite, blonde, gorgeous girls. Um, And I told her, I was like, yeah, something was definitely going to happen. But the thing that chills me most is was that lady being forced to do it? Oh, yeah. Because that is such a big thing mm-hmm. where, like, girls, women, any, may, sadly, obviously, mainly females in sex trafficking will be forced to help get other girls. Yeah, that's one of their tactics they use is they threaten them and they're like, if you don't mm-hmm. get us more girls, then something's going to happen to you. Exactly. So that that's the thing that really makes me sad like was she being forced to do this was she also a victim you know 
But then again, you never know. It could it could have been trafficking or it could have just been a couple trying to kidnap them. Like, yeah, I, after all the true crime I've listened to, I don't know. I don't want to make because it definitely wasn't just someone trying to get a ride home because no. you wouldn't go up to two young girls, 19, 20 year old girls, especially at a gas station. Yeah. Like you wouldn't, <laughs> you'd go to another adult. Like, yeah. Or call the police. Yeah. Or an Uber or an Uber. No, she, literally. She said Uber. she could pay for gas. So that means or she even had a ta- money. even if she didn't have Uber, a taxi or so- like there's some anything. form of literally anything. Like you said, you could call the police and be like, "Hey, like I just need a ride home." Yeah, I'm you might have at a gas station. You might have to wait a long time since it's not like a priority. But eventually, a policeman will come. A policewoman come and take you home. You know, like someone. So yeah, I told her I was like, yeah, there was definitely something sketchy, and I think that if they had agreed to give the lady a ride home, the man would have followed. Oh yeah, there definitely was another car, and he or would've... she would have done something to them to like incapacitate them. Yeah, it just like <sighs> chills me. To it's the like bone. right out of like an episode from like any criminal, like, minds, criminal minds or something. Or something. Yeah, like it's definitely, but it got me thinking about when I was, I think a sophomore in high school. I was a sophomore in high school. I was on. IEA, which is a horseback riding competition team. And, oh. and I had made it to, it was either like regionals or zones, some like bigger competition within the league. And we were in another state, I forget where, staying in a hotel. And it was me and the other girls who had qualified. So again, young girls. And I was a sophomore, like I'm in college now. So like, I can't imagine like, I was so young then. You were, like, 15, 16. Yeah, like, that's so young. I still think of myself as a child. Yeah. Um, and so I was staying in a room with my parents, and then two of the other girls were staying in a room down the hall. So I was obviously hanging out with them, but I had to go back to my parents' room to get – because they needed toothpaste. So I was like, oh, I'll run to my parents' room to get you guys toothpaste. And I walk out and there's this guy, like, first off, definitely on drugs. Second off, dirty, 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 like, man. Definitely wasn't staying in the hotel. Yeah. He was not, like, very, like. Out of place. (laughs) Very, yes, out of place. And he was like, well, hello. And I was in my pajamas. So tank top, pajama shorts. Yeah. And just, like, it really, like. I hate talking about it because this is just so creepy. He was like, well, hello. And then started like walking with you. Yeah. And so I go into my parents' room and get the toothpaste and I go back out thinking he left because like, you know, I, he was was probably just a creepy old man. Yeah. Because you went to like another room. You would think he would just leave. And then he comes back out and he again like walks like right behind me where it's like I can feel him like breathing on my neck. So Uh, I like run out pounding on my friend's hotel room and they're laughing giggling who is it and i'm like not now guys not now guys not now like you need to let me in they're like whoa whoa what so i like push them in i shut the door and i'm like there's this like guy out there and they were like what and i was i like told them what happened and then um my parents text me like we need our toothpaste back (laughs) i'm like shit i have to um like i'm not leaving this go back out so i'm like you guys have to walk with me and so we walk back out, and guess who's literally waiting right next to our door? Oh and there's God. three of us now. Why don't you just call your mom and dad three to come young, get the be, I don't know, because I was young and dumb. Now I would. Like, now I, I 
I was, I was being young and naive, yeah. you know? Um, You're thinking about horses. I like- swear to God, he goes three now. How did this happen? I swear to God. Oh my God. I swear to God. That I'm is not, gross. isn't it? Like this story, like I've shared other like times I thought that I was like, people were trying to traffic or kidnap me, but this story just really like my chest is so tight right now just thinking about I think it was because like I was so young whereas like now I know how to like not handle myself but like I'm more you're aware of it whereas like then I know I was so naive and innocent like my chest is literally tight right now but I swear to god he was like three how did this happen and so again we book it down the hallway we tell my parents good (laughs) they tell the other parents my dad escorts us back to um the girls room where we spend the night and up sleeping with them and um in the middle of the night we hear all this commotion we hear cops and stuff but like you know we go to sleep we had a competition the next day and we found out from one of the moms who had been rooming like diagonally across the room of that guy that the cops had came because um oh my god i forgot a whole part i think it's because i like trauma blocked this <laughs> that's actually insane that i was just like talking about the story and i completely forgot an entire part yeah because you've told me the story before and i'm like it's missing something yeah that's actually crazy i wonder if that is some i mean it probably it's, is. it's not compared to other things it's not that traumatic but i wonder if it is like i said like i'm super like i'm starting to sweat right now because it's so like she looks like a tomato she's really red yeah like because <laughs> i hate talking about this um so me when my friends walked me back to bring the toothpaste back to my parents, we didn't just go back in. The guy when he was like, "Oh, three now, how did that happen?" He was blocking our way. Oh, he was standing in front of you guys. Yeah, yeah. So I can't believe I forgot this. He was literally like, we couldn't get past him, and he was like talking to us obviously in a very inappropriate way. And down the opposite end of the hall, like behind us, there were these women. They were like, oh, girls, come here. Come here, girls. Oh, yeah, I remember this now. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's crazy how I just, like, that's insane. Blocked that out. Yeah. yeah, and I was just talking to Evie. I was like, did I share this story when I when we made our first episode about, like, the other times we thought we were kidnapping and Yeah, stuff. and I was like, I don't think I did. And I was like, why didn't I? That's such a big story with yeah. things like that. And I literally think it's because it's so disturbing for me to think about. I like my brain is like, don't. Yeah, <laughs> just, just don't want to. Um. So yeah, the these were like grown women. They're like, come here, girls, and we go and we're, we were like, thank you so much. And they're like, we called the hotel manager. So that's how. Because when I was just telling, I was like, how did I get to the police part? Because yeah, because t- I was gonna ask. I was like, did your dad call them or something? But yeah. I knew it was someone else. Yeah, the women called um the hotel manager, and then I'm assuming the hotel manager called the police. So okay, sorry for the like. <laughs> back and forth I haven't told this story in a really long time (laughs) um so fast forward to the next day we found out from one of the moms who was diagonally across from them in the hallway that the police came and this man this man had like darker skin I don't know if he was Hispanic I don't think he was I don't um I don't remember if he had an accent well he wasn't white that's the biggest thing right now he wasn't a white man but he had a child in his room. Oh my god! Who was? Oh, who was white? And apparently, she was like the mom said she was like because the mom was looking through her like door. Yeah, her she people. was spying. Yeah, <laughs> she said the child was like definitely not related. 
like not even like mixed she was like this child was definitely not related and the man got arrested and um taken away and then she said cops stayed in the room with the kid like they didn't take them together or anything so i was like where this can come from yeah whose kid is this yeah and it's just like jeez like that just really creeps me out like this story just like shakes me to my core because like the mom was so adamant saying like that kid was not that man's yeah like something was going on and like mother's intuition like she's yeah she was probably like that's not something's not right yeah and then um after that like before the horse show we had a meeting in the morning saying like you don't go anywhere without a parent you don't go anywhere yeah we were like like guys like this is serious but like too much just is so tight right now <laughs> and like compared to like people who have actually gone through like trafficking stuff this is so not traumatic so i can't imagine how people get through that yeah because i do see i read i see a lot on social media like these survivor stories of girls who have been kidnapped who have been trafficked and they get some by some miracle they get out of it you know they have to go through rehab they have to go through treatment stuff and they're like i'm trying to get out. i can't even imagine how they they must be so strong they must be so freaking strong because i'm freaking out (laughs) just like the story it creeps me out so much and it creeps me out more now that I live here and not back in Maryland, because like it's so much worse here. Yeah, like, I mean the amount of times we get catcalled on like a daily basis. Yeah, or, like and you're you, walking somewhere, even if it's like a group of us, like people or you will get that like us. the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. And you're like someone's watching me. Yeah, just like you never, you never know if someone has like an ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. Like literally the last time we recorded, I walked home. It was probably like eleven thirty, and like we said before like I don't live that far from the dorms because we record in a soundproof room in the dorms and this guy came up to me at like 11 30 at night like I'm a girl alone at night like don't come up to me yeah. I don't care if you're nice or not like don't come up to me and he was just like oh you're so pretty and I was like thank you and I kept walking he was like hey do you have a boyfriend and I was like I was like yeah and he was like oh sorry sorry my bad but i just kept walking like i made it clear that i wasn't yeah you just got like like i looked over my shoulder but it's like if i like what could have happened if i had stopped and talked to him yeah like i always like now whenever someone approaches me on the street i always assume they have an ulterior ulterior motive motive. yeah (laughs) because you can't just just assume that someone's gonna be it's just a compliment or they're just trying to be nice i know like i always assume they have something up their sleeve because like i just said why are you approaching a young girl at night when she's alone why are you doing that yeah don't yeah i don't care if you just want to compliment her don't do it like don't it's not worth it for her yeah i don't know (laughs) like the stress you put on them by doing that yeah exactly um but yeah if at any point in like any situation you feel like you know you're being watched or someone's making you uncomfortable tell someone yeah like whenever i'm walking and i feel like stressed i always call evie i'll call my boyfriend i'll facetime someone yeah we stay on the phone we stay on the phone walk anywhere yeah or like if she's at my apartment she's walking back to the dorms she'll facetime me until she gets back in the dorm like always yeah. and like four people know where i am yeah exactly have my locations and and like on social media i see so many people and like what happened to you at hobby lobby you almost got 
kidnapped like yeah. men will literally watch you yeah and they'll follow you around stores they'll follow you around places ask for an escort to your car always like if you feel yeah. like someone is watching you ask for an escort yeah, even people if are more than happy inkling, to do it your gut is normally right like you have instincts for a reason like ask for Listen an escort. to it yeah seriously it's just like it's such a big issue and yeah. it's, it's so sad and it stresses me out so much especially on college campuses not in the sense of human trafficking but i know a lot of like Especially if it's, like, the weekends and you're leaving parties and you have to walk yeah. and, like, say you're by yourself or even with a group of girls and there's people talking to you, call your campus security and have them drive you. Yeah. You're not going to get in trouble if they pick you up outside of a party. Yeah. You're, they just want you to get home safe. Exactly. Like They don't every, care. <laughs> everyone's main priority is for you to be safe. Yeah. Never, ever feel bad for taking the cautious way out. Yeah. Like, I saw this video on Facebook. I spend way too much time on social media. <laughs> but this, this did you might have seen it on, like, TikTok or Instagram. It was trending for a couple days where a cop rolled this woman's car because she didn't pull over. Oh, yeah. We just talked about this. We did? Yeah. My memory is horrible. But, we like, talked about yeah, this driving back from Madison. We did. Um, yeah, but she had her hazards on. Yep. And so, like, if you're on a highway, this is, like, the most common times. Like, say you're on a highway, you're all, you're in the far lane, and, like, you're getting pulled over. To let the cop know that you're, like, acknowledging, like, okay, I see you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get over, because obviously you can't just, like, cross lanes of traffic if you're on the highway. You put your hazards on. Yeah, to acknowledge that you know that you're being pulled over, and, and that you will stop when it's safe. Exactly. It means, like, you will, like, you acknowledge the cops there. You're gonna stop when you feel safe, whether I think in her case there was like no shoulder so she was she was going to the exit mm -hmm. um or the shoulder was really small or something but I've seen so many like instances like if you're alone like if you're a girl or a guy but like I said sadly this is mainly a fear for women if you're a girl alone especially at night alone on a back road and there's a you get start getting pulled over by a cop you have every right to put your hazards on and drive to the nearest public place. Mm -hmm. You have every right to do that. And cops should know this. Yeah. If your hazards are on, you're not running away. Like, <laughs> this is not this is not a high-speed chase. The hazards mean follow me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, they literally mean, okay, like, I'm going to stick with you. Like, but there's there have been so many instances where people fake being a police officer, yeah. especially if it's an unmarked car and, mm -hmm. like, you just see the lights. Now, obviously, there are, like, undercover cop cars, but you don't know if someone just went out and bought red, red and blue strobe lights and taped them to the inside of their car. Because it's easy to do. It's so easy. You can probably order them off Amazon. Yeah. No, and you can. You just, put, you just put them in your car. No one knows if it... Or you can just get that one red one that suction cups to the top of your car. <laughs> yeah. And, like, if I see that, I'm gonna think it's a cop. Yeah. Like, you, you... Like, if you're alone and, like, it's not a busy road, you have every right to... You can call 911 and be like, hey, can you just, like... Check this license check, plate. Check this license plate. Or, hey, like, I just want to let you know that, like, I'm on this road. Let them know that, like, I'm gonna go to the next exit yeah. or I'm gonna go to the next police station. You have every right to do that yeah just make sure you put your hazards on yeah because <laughs> that i didn't know that i found out maybe a year ago about the hazards i never knew that and i, I found out until recently from a story i saw on social media where someone was getting 
they thought it was a cop and it wasn't. It was someone with fake lights following them. And they knew to put on their hazards and call yeah. the police to see if it was an actual person. And it was the, um, the car it was registered was a stolen, <sighs> stolen, like, black SUV. Like, the That's ones that so looked terrifying. like the... That's so genuinely terrifying. But yeah, every right yeah. to go to the wherever you feel safe. Because it's better to have an annoyed cop than you get kidnapped. God forbid it's not a real cop. Yeah. Like... Anytime. I'll take that risk. <laughs> I'll take that risk, you know, and cops should understand that it's scary. And I think that's a thing that like a lot of men really don't realize or understand or I've never been in that situation. I know. Like, like when I come home really late for work and I can't find parking on my street because it's all street parking. If I have to park far away, even if it's like 12 at midnight, I'll be like, hey, Alex, like it's later than I like, even just want to, like, FaceTime Evie to walk home. Like, can you come walk me? Yeah. Like, he'll come all the way out to my car, walk me back, love him, always says yes every time, as he <laughs> should. should. <laughs> um, or that was even, like, when I was I was painting a table for someone, and I had to leave early because it was getting dark. Yeah. And I was like, I can't. And no one was there to drive. They didn't have mm-hmm. a car. So I was like, I need to go before it gets dark out. Yep. Because I cannot walk in the dark. And, like, it didn't register at first for them. Yeah, they're like, why? Yeah. They're like, it's they're not like, that far. It's like three blocks. And I was like, I'm not walking at night. Yeah, And they exactly. were like, got it. And it's like, I caught myself doing this the other day. Um, and I was like, I wonder if people think this is weird. When I come home from, when I'm going home from work, and normally the part, I work at Five Below in like the, a shopping center plaza. So it's like a big parking lot in the center of a bunch of different stores. And normally by the time like our store closes, the parking lot's empty, a couple random cars here or there. Um, it's downtown, a lot of homeless people, a lot of sketchy people. I've had very sketchy interactions at my store. Yep. So I always do a wide circle around my car, like bent down looking under it. Oh, yeah. Every There's so time. many stories about people. Lying. Every time. And I'm like, I wonder, just a couple nights ago, I was like, I wonder if people look at me and they're like, what is she doing? I'll check in all my windows before I get in the car. I che- like, I was just about to trunk. say that. I check my trunk in my back seat too. Every single time I leave work at night. Every single time. Because I know there are some sketchy people in that area. I always scan my car. And I'm like, I wonder if people, if women probably know what I'm doing. Yeah. But like, I wonder if men are like, what is she doing <laughs> why is she walking around her car like that like i'm gonna stay away from her <laughs> yeah and it's just like i did i never realize how much i stress about stuff like this until i stop and think about it or how much of a habit it is for us exactly like the fact that we don't think about doing it i just like do it's it it's just a habit or that like we grab our keys knife and pepper spray i literally <laughs> I literally hold... Oh, I was about to reach for my keys, but I don't know where they are. I literally hold my keys in... In between your knuckles. In between my knuckles. And I have a knife and pepper spray on my keychain. So do I. Like, a knife knife. Yeah, you've <laughs> like, seen my knife. Yeah, like, they're, like, knives. <laughs> like, not not legal to carry knives. It's just, like, I don't get it. Like, some of the men that have, like, tried to talk to me on the sidewalk, like, just don't. And again, it's all been at night. And if I keep walking, don't talk to me. Yeah. Like, you like, know what leave I mean? me alone. Like, wh- I, like, I truly don't understand their thought process. Like, leave me I alone. I don't have one. <laughs> Facts. Like, leave me alone. It makes me so upset. 
another thing was I remembered I was like we were doing my I'm a sophomore in college so last year when we were doing all my shopping to like get stuff for school yeah we're checking out and I'm like scanning everything and then I scan pepper two pepper sprays yeah. and it like I was like the fact that I got these and didn't think about it I know right and that's what I need for back to school shopping <sighs> when I because from where I lived going up into school it was really different area yeah I mean Jersey City's and if you've listened to our other podcasts you guys know we're in yeah. Jersey City and it's not yeah our first the best place our very first podcast if you haven't listened to it it's called what the fuck <laughs> we have we've shared stories about almost being kidnapped multiple times and all of mine are just from the two years I've lived in Jersey City yeah and the, uh, the cat calling the the talking to the followings the like I just I I just genuinely don't understand how men think that's okay. Like I, I like I yeah. I want to know why they think that. And they get it like uh it makes me so mad because it's so stressful and it reminds me I don't know if I saw it on Instagram or Twitter again like I said social media but someone made this like analogy how like I know I say it a lot on this podcast. I'm like, oh, I hate men. It's just because I've had a lot of really negative experiences with men. <laughs> um, she doesn't hate all men, just a few. Yeah, exactly. Um, but this person like posted this analogy where it's like, you know how people, guys get really offended when we say that. I'm like, you know, I'll be like, F the patriarchy. Or like, I hate men. Like, Alex, my boyfriend, he gets really offended when I say that. I'm like, you need to stop. Like, you, like, you know I, I, don't mean I literally live with you. Like, you know, I don't hate you. You know, I love you with all my heart. But, um, someone like tweeted something, a man tweeted something. It was like, oh, I hate when women say like, oh, I hate, I hate men. Like, not all of us are bad. Like, why do you act this way around like all of us when not all of us are like gonna try to kill you or something and someone commented it's like if you have um like four glasses of water but one is poison and you don't know which one are you gonna like drink any of them yeah and everyone's like no and she well she was like you obviously wouldn't drink because you don't know if it's poison but does that mean you're invalidating the, the three glasses of water that aren't poisons? Like, no, you're just being careful. Yeah. It's like if we if if you knew which glass had the poison in it, you just avoid that and drink the other ones. But you don't know. Mm -hmm. So you're going to avoid all four glasses. And it's like that's it. If we if there was like that's a really good analogy. Right. For it. It's like if we knew which men were gonna say a little sign yeah if there was like a little like emoji <laughs> up floating above their heads if it was like i'm a bad person i'm a bad person i'll avoid them and if you have like i'm a good person i'll be like hey like let's, let's be, be friends, friends. <laughs> but it's like we don't know and that's it only i statistically i don't know how probable it is probably depends on you know age race where you live population things like that but all it takes is one time yeah and then you're gonna be uneasy for the rest of it all it takes is one time and then it's like you're fucked yeah and almost every it's so sad almost like every girl i know who i'm friends with has had A an experience, experience like this oh yeah like 
crazy. Man, <laughs> it's not fair. Penis privilege is real. And any guy, I know I'm being like really, really radical right now, <laughs> but it's true. Any guy that denies that, that they have like automatic privilege over women are very arrogant, I think, mm -hmm. because they don't understand. Yeah. But then there are, there definitely are men who have been abused by women who understand. Yeah. And they're like, I know how it feels to be cautious around the opposite mm -hmm. gender because it happened to me. And it's like, it happens. It does happen. And it's, it's, it happens more than we think too. It's oh, just, yeah. it's not as talked about as much either. Yeah. Which hopefully in the future changes. Yeah. Well, hopefully the, the, these situations don't happen in the future, but we know that's probably not going to happen. I know, sadly. All right. So off of the stuff we talked about and with human trafficking, I just wanted to put out some facts and an awareness for people if they think that they may have may be being trafficked if that's the right way to phrase that or know someone who was or is mm -hmm. um the hotline number is 888-373-7888 which we'll put in the show notes yeah for anyone who needs it, it. Show notes. um and i didn't know this but there's there's three most common types of human trafficking mm -hmm. is sex trafficking that's the one that that's I the most common about. forced labor and debt bondage Huh. Um, forced labor, which actually is pretty relevant right now. Have you seen any of the um, with the clothing website Shein? Yeah, sh Shine, Shine, however you pronounce it. Um, a lot of people are getting clothing tags with messages on them. Is that real? From what I've seen, because I don't know if that's real or not. We should do an episode on it. We can look into that more. Yeah. But I've seen a lot, and I know mass production of clothing like that not just this company but a lot of like, other like companies it's things like that it's forced labor yeah and i mean it's they're not getting paid Nearly but i've so. seen i don't know if these videos are real um but i also can't say that they're fake yeah but it's like of labels with like help me yeah like messages and like we need help things type things like that which could be real yeah they have the ability to do that wherever they're making these yeah, things we should so someone has to print it. those labels but that's what i thought of when we I, when i looked into the forced labor um forced labor is actually the biggest um form of human trafficking really mm -hmm. wow yeah because it's an easy way for them to get free labor yeah that makes sense. And because they're threatening them, so they're going to yeah, do it. Against their will, so it's like... Yeah, it goes. it's the forced labor, sex trafficking, and then debt bondage. Which that one I don't really know much on, but... We'll do an episode on it. Yeah, we could look at, definitely do look into this more. part two to this. Um, and the most common, like... I don't want to say strategies, but I guess that's the right word you would yeah. use. It just sucks that the yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Um is like seduction and romance mm -hmm. so like trying to seduce someone or like thinking that they want to go on a date with you things like that which sucks because if you're at like a bar yeah and someone's flirting with you you want to think it's for the right I intentions know, that's what I'm saying. always assume someone has yeah. um false job advertisement advertisements <gasps> 
which I never oh, thought of. I was just about to say that. I never thought about that. And That's after I just applied scary. to like 10 jobs this week and I'm like. And you applied to like independent companies, like not yeah. chains or corporate. Yeah, actually none of mine are chain or corporate. <laughs> That's So that just scary. makes me think about that again. And I'm like, what if I just showed up to an interview and it's just like some like abandoned warehouse and I'm like going in thinking I'm getting this job. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, just, like, literally, like, I don't know if it was two weeks ago, my roommate, he, I forget how the meeting got set up. I don't know if it was through LinkedIn or something, but he was meeting this man at our local Starbucks about, like, something. And, you know, Nico's young. Um, and I was like, I don't know. He said... It was something... <laughs> it just felt off? Yeah, it just felt off. It didn't... Everything ended up being okay, but even when Nico told, like, Alex about it, Alex was like, what? And I was like, okay, I'm, it's not just my paranoid ass. Like, it ended up being fine. It was just, like, a normal, like, job interview or something. But I was just like... Something seems sketch about it. Yeah. So that's why I asked, like, where are you guys going? Is it someplace public? public. But... Not, like, meet me in my house or... Yeah. But... Yeah, but I guess that's a big one. That's second on the list. Um, third are lies about educational or travel opportunities. Oh, I think I've heard a little bit about So that, that would be, like, those messages sometimes you get, like, where it's, like, you won $1,000 to take to travel to, yeah. like, the destination of your choice. You and won then a they, free like, trip to Cancun. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Abduction, which is just... Snatch and go. Which happens a lot, especially a lot in public places. If it's really crowded, yeah, like really crowded public places. Um, sale by family. Wait, what? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought when you said sale, I was like a boat. <laughs> nope, sale by family, like selling them to them. What kind of? What? Yeah. What? That actually happens? Mm -hmm. It's like fifth on the list. What the hell? And this is an order that's gotta be like common. That's gotta be like drug addict parents. Yeah, or they're being threatened and have like, don't think they have a choice type thing. But that still, there's... Call the police. so sad. Yeah, or they just, they're, they're not thinking and they're like, they'll pay me money for this? Okay. That's sad. And then recruitment through former victims. That's what I was talking about, like, what happened with Harriet. Like, yep. was that woman also a victim? Yeah, so they'll force them to... And especially if it's other younger women. It's because, like, you're supposed to trust a woman and, yeah. like, go with a woman. But now I don't trust anybody. <laughs> <laughs> no one has my trust. Yeah. So that's just... Take all that into consideration when if if someone has told you stories or you know someone going through something that sounds similar to any of this. Yeah. Um. There's that number, and we'll we'll put that in the show notes if anyone needs it, or if you know anyone who needs it. Yeah, definitely. But even yeah. if you even if it's not, you don't think it's that big of a thing. It probably is. It probably is. <laughs> any you small, any small gut feeling, any. You're not going to get in trouble for calling and and being wrong. You're you're never going to get in trouble for trying to be too safe. safe. Yeah. Yeah. You can and if you do, 
let me know i'll fight them <laughs> i'm trained in combat <laughs> so i'll fight them for you <laughs> like this is something i don't like like i said i've had many 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 too many sketchy encounters that like i this is not something i will take lightly to people saying oh you're, you're just being paranoid you're just being dramatic not it's like i'm not no this is a real issue and I think spreading awareness is super, super necessary, yeah. especially now since I'm hearing so many recent stories about yeah, I mean, all, young girls. Every thinking. time I go on, like, TikTok, Instagram, even, like, the Snapchat reels, yeah, every day I at least see one or two videos about someone who thinks encountering, like, like human trafficking yeah. or who has been through it and is telling their story. I know. Or know someone of it, but it's crazy how much we're hearing of it now. And it's, it's so scary. And how it's so relevant to our time right yeah. now and how much it's happening. Because, like, before you would just see, like, flyers at, like, rest stops. And, exactly. like, the stalls of the bathroom. Yep. I mean, even the stalls in our bathroom at school have them. Yep. I see them crazy. in every public bathroom. Yeah. I've read too many of them while I'm taking a poop somewhere, you know? Yeah. <laughs> looking for something to do yeah let me read this flyer just trying to take a nice poop it's about like sex trafficking you're like oh there goes my day (laughs) but yeah stay safe never hesitate to try and stay safe extra measures are always best if you have any inkling or gut feeling believe it because like i said all it takes is one time all it takes is one time you never think it's gonna happen until it happens so be safe stay safe out there yeah trust your gut always trust your gut thanks for listening please email any personal experiences or knowledge to disbeliefel at gmail.com